Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Calgary's looking forward to RP's arrival this weekend. Let's get Rod White-hatted. That is the goal to get the host of this show giving the given the the vaunted white cowboy hat. It's the highest honor that the city of Calgary can bestow upon someone. And I would suggest, after the amount of ass kissing I've done in the last year, I deserve to be white-hatted by the city of Calgary. <laughs> this is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. These guys always get me with that. They play some funny clip just before we go to air, and it makes me laugh. Puts me in a great mood for a, yeah, football Friday here on the old RP show. And yes, we are Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE Radio. And we got some NHL stuff coming down the pipe here right out of the gate. Uh, on the program, the birthday boy, Alabama product, my good friend Richie Leone. Uh, longtime CFL punter, former Arizona Cardinal, was one of the few NFL teams he was with. Richie Leone's going to be with us in hour one. And a Hall of Famer in waiting from the Grey Cup champion, Toronto Argonauts and Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Andrew Harris, will be with us later on in hour two. So I'm very excited about that. Can we bring in the co-host? He is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, Darren Moose DuPont. And uh, Moose, you're just like a, again, a bucking horse trying to get out of the stall. You can't wait to, you want to talk some NFL stuff today. We got breaking CFL stuff. So football Friday's right down your alley is the sense I'm getting. It's right down my alley, Rod. And if I can, I wanted to show you something, a, a photo that I, that I took when I was back home a couple of days ago. When it comes to... Sure. You know, the universe doing its thing, Rod. I got this at a hockey tournament in 1997, maybe, late 90s, okay? That nice. was sitting in the closet back in when you had a Florida Panthers bear. And I thought, why am I getting a Florida Panthers bear? I got no connection to Florida. There is no connection to the Florida Panthers. I'm a Leafs fan. I wanted it a draw. And who knows? Who would know that all these years later, we'd be sitting here half of the show in Florida. Great connection with the Panthers. It was an early sign when I was a, a young boy. I'll tell you what, if you really look back over your life and you sit back and look at those markers, it's spooky. 
and how things end up working out. I'm going to tell you right now. From some of our viewers, uh, from Ryan O'Radio, he loves the Football Friday thing. He's checked in from WQEE. Noonan, Georgie says, Football Friday, RP Show, let's go. Cole McCarvey in Victoria, B.C., morning RP Show. Not sure my boss will be thrilled, but I'm tuned in on this Football Friday. Not much work getting done for a few hours, LOL. Uh, I appreciate that. And let's hit the quick six show horn. And before we get, let's stop the Mickey Mouse. We got football coming. But first, this is the warm-up where we talk about the top six items of the day. What a wild. They think the fall is the busiest time in sports. How about March? Breaking news for the National Hockey League. The Philadelphia Flyers have fired general manager Chuck Fletcher and promoted franchise great Danny Briere to the interim job, the latest front office shakeup for an organization that has not won a Stanley Cup since 1975. Curses. Fletcher, who was also president of Hockey Ops, was fired a week after he failed to make any major moves at the deadline. This is an interesting story, and we're going to get into some... Interesting stuff today here on the warm-up. The Flyers, who had just one playoff berth during Fletcher's four and a half years on the job, play Saturday against Pittsburgh. Philly this year, 24-30-11 under first-year coach John Tortorella. The chairman of the team, Dave Scott, said, quote, the Flyers organization has always been defined by grit, determination, and a standard of excellence. Over the past several seasons, our team simply has not lived up to that standard, so today we'll begin to chart a new path forward under a new leadership structure for hockey ops. Daniel Briere, who helped the Flyers to their last Stanley Cup final appearance in 2010, is considering, uh, considered a rising star in the organization's front office and was promoted last year from his player development role to special assistant to the GM. I wonder, I don't know, I want to hear from the Flyers fans. I know two really good Flyer fans uh, friends of mine, Todd Pinckney, he's in our P1 club, Priority One viewers. Uh, Cliffy Mapes, the great Cliffy Mapes, uh, junior hockey marketing executive to the stars. Uh, and we've got uh, several great Flyer alum friends like Joe Watson and Rich Sutter. I mean, the list goes on. They would have some strong thoughts on this. And to a man, I think everybody there is pretty disappointed with what's gone on in the Chuck Fletcher regime. Not a lot. They don't like where the team's going. I can think of one really great trade that he made. I, I almost shed a tear when they traded Owen Tippett last year at the trade deadline for Claude Giroux. Wonderful, wonderful trade there by Chuck Fletcher. The expiring uh, contract to Claude Giroux. They got a up-and-coming star, I think, in Owen Tippett. But that's one trade in four and a half years. Your thoughts on this breaking news from the NHL today? Yeah, I think the Flyers need a new direction. So I think it's a good thing, a good move. And when it comes to Daniel Briere, he, he is a rising star. And, you know, I know folks in your circles would have a lot of thoughts on, on Daniel Briere. But for me, I've seen him personally grinding and working towards this. He's not an ex-player who just sat back and waited for the phone to ring for a front office job. Uh, Daniel Briere has been a guy who's hit the road and done the work in the player development role for the Philadelphia Flyers. He was in the Reginas. He was in the Lethbridges, the Kamloopses, working the Western Hockey League, and for that matter, the CHL circles in all those rinks. I saw it with my own eyes, him at the rink, scouting players, going through the process. So I think he's earned this since he had a great playing career in the National Hockey League. So I'm excited to see Daniel Briere take on the Flyers. Interesting. They've got us tuned in in Winnipeg, as they always do on Bell MTS Cable there, where we air on TELUS. 
Patrolman Pete writes in and he says, Kevin Sheveldayoff laughs nervously at the news from Philadelphia. This is like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. Oh, come on! All year long, you guys are kissing Chevy's ass. And you're way looking down your nose at Paul Maurice. And he was the problem. Oh, we had a talented team. Chevy did his job, blah, blah, blah. Now you lose to nine of your last 11. And you want to fire the general manager. Can you pick one, Winnipeg, please? I'm over the Chevy stuff, as you can tell. <laughs> Somebody's always got to be fired there in Winnipeg. Just pick one. Please let me know. Oh, wait. NHL leftovers from Thursday night. There were 11 games. I'm not going to go through them all, but there were some doozies. Alex DeBrincat scored the game-winning goal with just over two minutes to go, and the Ottawa Senators held off the Seattle Kraken for a 5-4 win. Po Giroux scored the tying goal for Ottawa. Oh, it's not just Winnipeg, but remember when um, we had our guy on. Who was the guy from Ottawa we had on, Clark? The reporter. I'm drawing a blank. It's Friday. I'm ready for the weekend. No. Or was it no, Simmer? From Sportsnet and The Athletic. Ian Mendez. And we were saying about how the sentence had so much optimism. And then, <laughs> and now they're on the cusp of the playoffs. Although I don't think it's going to happen. Which reminds me, the absolute worst possible thing for the Florida Panthers happened last night. And that was Islanders in Pittsburgh going to overtime. And the Islanders winning in OT. The Panthers are looking at the taillights of both those teams, and it was a three-point game. But, hey, it is what it is. got to take care of your own business, and the Panthers have the Blackhawks in here tonight. In Boston, the Oilers escaped the scare when NHL scoring leader Connor McDavid limped off the ice late in Thursday's 3-2 win over the Boston Bruins. Uh, McDavid struggled to the bench after a knee-on-knee collision with teammate Derek Ryan, but the two-time NHL MVP returned to help the Oilers Hold on when Boston pulled goalie Jeremy Swayman for an extra skater in the final minutes. Stuart Skinner made 26 saves to snap Boston's 10-game win streak and deprive the Bruins of a chance to be the first team in the NHL to clinch a playoff berth. I don't know how much of that you watched, Darren, but the Oilers and their fans have a real reason to be excited with that win last night. When you can go and play against the team who's not only the number one team in the National Hockey League, but they're setting records for points and wins in the whole deal and beat them, that's a big sign of confidence. I know Boston's not winning every single game down the stretch, but boy, like, they haven't had double-digit losses in regulation, um, and to go in and beat them, I think, is just, it's a big sign for Edmonton that they have the tools right now to go the distance. If goaltending holds up, Skinner's shown that he can do it, they've got a real opportunity here in Edmonton. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, regarding Daniel Brary, says that's what you got to do, hit the road and not sit behind a desk. Yeah, if you want to be successful, you got to get out. You got to get around. You can't sequester yourself. And let everybody else do it. Uh, by the way, John Ohm, Ohm says, relax, Rod. Thank you, John. You're right. I get so <laughs> tired of the bunk. I get, I... That's why I don't really want to talk to anybody. Because <laughs> most of it is BS. Uh, in a great game in Tampa last night, Alex Martinez scored 309 into overtime, and Vegas defeated Tampa Bay for the seventh time in 10 games, all time.
Jack Eichel's shot from the slot was originally stopped by Vazzy, but the puck slipped through his pads and sat in the crease as uh, Martinez dove and poked it into the net for the win. It almost sounded like the broadcasters were going to fight last night. Dave Gauthier of Vegas and Dave Randorf of the Lightning. They weren't, but they were really into it. That was the kind of game, and I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm hitting the, my feet hit the floor in the morning, and I can't wait to check my score app to uh, see what the scores were from the night before. It's unbelievable. By the way, I think the score app was the greatest app ever developed. This would be a good poll question. Or, or just a viewer question. What's the one app you can't live without? I would rather have the score app over the weather app. Obviously, over any social media app, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Stocks. I got to have the score app. It's the number one app. What do you, what's yours? Good question. I need more than a second on this one. Um, no, you got to answer question. now. You got to answer now. Got to answer now. I'll, I'll take Twitter. I'll take Twitter. No, no, I said social media side. Sorry, I'm oh, sorry. Social media that. side. Oh, it's yeah. absolutely the score app. I use nothing more than I use the score app outside of social media. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Steven in North Dakota says the Calm app is great. Oh, yeah. I should be getting a referral fee from the Calm app. <laughs> Monty in Saskatoon says the Blades app. <laughs> Also from John Ohm. Ohm. He says, I must say, Rob, that's your best shirt ever. Just need an RPS logo stitched on it, bro. Uh, it's from a company called Scales, and I bought it at Dick's Sporting Goods. Scales. How about I that? love it, man. I, I would almost take it back to Canada, but again, I'd get my ass kicked if I wore this in Calgary, so I won't. So this, I'm getting all my Florida wardrobe taken care of here. Bob McCullough writes in. He says, Jets fan here in Mesa, Arizona. We are expecting the worst. Next year's season tickets figures will be brutal if the Jets miss the playoffs. Yeah, I know. I know. Dale Berezuk in Winnipeg says, good morning, crew. Have a great weekend. Signed, Dale and Jack. Patrolman Pete says, didn't mean to get you worked up, Rod. Ah. It's on me. Like I said, it's, it hasn't exactly been a long week. Look at my life. It's just... <laughs> if you've ever been fired, have you ever been fired? I mean, I've been fired multiple times. And my good friend, Terry Simpson, whom I love, former coach of the uh, Islanders and Winnipeg Jets, said, the more you get fired, the sting wears off. You know what I mean? Like, it, it does, for sure. But I don't like talking about people getting fired, especially when they still have their jobs. And as you know, Chevy knows me. You said that when we were in Winnipeg, he was gunning me with his eyes at that news conference. I didn't even notice because I'm like this all the time. I'm in, a, I'm in a tunnel. But he's from Blaine Lake, Sask, so we're brothers that way. Anyways, moving on to point three. Placeline, Montreal. Pierre Carl Pelladeau is the new owner of the Montreal Alouettes. The Montreal business was unveiled as the franchise owner by the Canadian Football League at a news conference this morning, Friday morning, at Olympic Stadium. Pelladeau, the president and CEO of Quebec War, has a reported net worth of 
billion dollars. That's what the B. How about that? Palado will represent the Alouettes as their lead governor on the CFL's board of governors. The move comes just over a week after the CFL entered into an exclusive negotiation with Palado regarding ownership of the franchise. The CFL took over operation of the Owls last month, appointing former President Mario Ciccini as its interim president. He's now the commissioner of the Q, taking over from Gilles Courteau, the outgoing commissioner of the Quebec League, which, by the way, either he and Mr. Bean are each other's doppelganger, or he is Mr. Bean. <laughs> Has anybody seen Gilles Courteau and Mr. Bean in the same room at the same time? I don't think so. So, Darren, uh, there's people that are worked up. I had an NHL guy here in Florida send me a text with this news and say the NHL didn't want anything to do with Pelado because of his Quebec separatist ties. He was the head of the Quebec separatist party. We have uh, just over a minute to talk about that. I frankly don't care. Clearly the NHL did, and Gary Bettman wanted no part of this guy because of his political views. Randy Ambrosi Obviously doesn't care. He wanted a Quebec local owner with the resources. This He checks all the boxes. I don't have a problem with it. Do you? I don't. I mean, the separatist thing was a blip. I think it was less than a year or it was around a year that he was the head of that before he stepped down. So either he realized maybe it's not the right thing, whatever. It, it wasn't a long-term um, thing for him. And I'm inclined to give people second chances and and see who they are as people rather than some of the things that happen. Um, he's worth $1.9 billion. Forbes has him on the list of billionaires. Um, he, so he's got money. He was ahead of two major, the Quebecer and then Videotron, ahead of two major media outlets in, in, uh, in Quebec. So he's got um, a little media savvy, which the league needs. So pub publicity is right up his alley. And he's got lots of money. Those are two boxes, really critical boxes that we needed to check, and we did. Ireland Bruce III is watching CFL Great, and he says, iHeartRadio, one of my favorite apps, which we air on, the RP show. He says, oops, I'm in Canada. <laughs> he says, favorite is spelled with a U. Ryan in New York State says, I've been fired. Wasn't a pleasant experience, but I managed to get by. Well, wait till the next time, Ryan. Like I say, you, you get used to it over time. Um, Carlos in Indianapolis says, I hope that, I, Carlos in Indy says, I hope that works out for the Alouettes and the CFL in general. So we'll talk about that. The XFL, week four. Darren has uh, NFL things he'd like to get to. Weekend randoms coming up include the Briar, PGA, NFL. NLL. It's a very busy weekend. We'll be right back. We are only halfway through the warm-up on Game Plus Television, iHeartRadio, YouTube Live, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Because it's a heave-ho, high-oh, 
Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? US lot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profit stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. It is a football Friday. Uh, Good stuff. We got good stuff going on. We got CFL coaches texting in, and they're loving the discussion. So we'll continue rolling with that. Darren Moose Dupont is here. We got great comments from the audience. I see Kevin the Medium has checked in. I'll be seeing him next week at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary. And by the way, if my backdrop falls down, you'll know it's because it's windy here. Using Canadian terms, here, here currently in Boca Raton, Florida, Darren, it's 26 degrees Celsius. The wind is out of the northwest at 17 kilometers an hour. With the humidity, it feels like 27 degrees Celsius. That's above, y'all. And um, using Fahrenheit terms for the fogies, 79 Fahrenheit. And the wind is still out of the northwest. It is at uh, 17 kilometers an hour. I guess they measure it in K there it feels like 80 with the humidity so before we go any further the poll question for capital automall universal collision center is this who is your great cup favorite and the odds are from the exclusive sports book of clark monroe our official <laughs> how about that producer sports book and odds maker Bingo. producer clark so your options according to clark are Winnipeg, Toronto, and Hamilton. And I am having fun with that, of course. The uh, poll is brought to you daily by Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center, capitalized dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. Because if you look up uh, Grey Cup odds futures at Bet Regal, which Clark did, what'd you say they were? It was BC, Clark, Winnipeg, Hamilton, and BC. That's it. I just need the top three. And uh, so, no, he looked at this. He's like, he feels that it should be Winnipeg, Hamilton, Tarana. And who's leading, by the way, Clark, on YouTube, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, see, Winnipeg, so no matter who you put in as the third, it's Winnipeg's going to lead it. On Twitter, they're leading with 48% of the vote. Um, 29% on Twitter saying other, and that's probably the rider fan factor, Moose. Hamilton, 17%. Tirana, 6%. But, you know, when Grey Cup ended, as we all recall, in Mosaic Stadium in Sask, on a blocked Winnipeg field goal attempt, the Argos win it. A week later, I came out with my way too early CFL predictions for this upcoming season. Uh, standings, I mean. And, but that was foolish to do that. It was kind of just to get people talking because people like to do that, or they should in the offseason. Um, but that was before free agency. CFL looks a heck of a lot different now in mid-March than it did in the last week of November. Oh, does it ever? 
I mean, McLeod Bethel Thompson's not in the league anymore. He was the leading passer last year. Andrew Harris is going to have his last year um, in the Canadian Football League before going to become a head coach um, in the PFC or in the Okanagan. And then, you know, you look at what Edmonton did, and Bo Levi's on the Tiger Cats, and Eugene Lewis is not with Montreal anymore, and Trevor Harris is with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and Darrell Walker's there too. It is like put everybody in a blender and roll the dice. I mean, wild to think of where we are now compared to November. So no matter what, I mean, what has it? How about the teams that did the least in free agency? I would suggest they're the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Calgary Stampeders. If you're Winnipeg, they've been in three straight Grey Cups. What do you got to do other than hang on to your guys? They're the most rock-solid franchise in the league. And who, I mean, you saw that coming, that they wouldn't do much in free agency for that reason. So, anyways, the big news today, if you've just tuned in, the Montreal Alouettes have officially been sold to Quebec War, the media giant, Pierre-Carl Pelodeau. The founder and CEO of that company is now the governor and owner of the Alouettes, who a week ago, I wouldn't have known him if he came up and kicked me in the shins. So I'll defer to the people that do know him as to whether this is a good move or not. But they wanted local ownership. Uh, this guy was the head of the Quebec Separatist Party, which, again, I don't care about. Like, I'll make zero apologies for the fact that we're a Western Canadian-themed show. Ta-da! If you didn't know already, breaking news. So that's, and I have no interest. I have no interest in living in Eastern Canada. Never did. If I wanted to, I would have gone. Uh, nothing against it. Wonderful place to visit. Fantastic people. But I feel at home with the blue sky, the wide open spaces, the Rocky Mountains, the Cowboys, yada, yada, yada. And, and the oil. And my rich tycoon friends in Western Canada would separate if they had the chance. Because most of them don't say it. Other than Brett Wilson. And maybe that's because they're afraid of this. The NHL wouldn't welcome Quebec or as an owner because of his separatist views. So whatever, I don't think he really cares. So again, if it's good for the CFL, it's good for me. Jeff, the Stams fan, says, well, if Ambrosi wants to take the CFL international, then selling the Alouettes to a Quebec separatist may be a good way to do it. <laughs> the old joke. I want to say time flies. Darren, I think I was still in school when they had the separatist vote. Can, can somebody tell me when they had the big separatist vote or was I completely out of it? And Quebec, it was like 51-49 against separating the Quebec referendum. And uh, so they lost. This is, again, <laughs> we're at a weird time of society because I know you guys want me to talk about football, and I will. But I'll, and I, Darren doesn't want me to talk politics, and I get it. But all of my military friends, all of my military friends, Air Force, Navy, Armed Forces, they defend these countries so that we can have an opinion. Free speech, whatever we want. Vote for whoever we want. And then it's a democracy. We go to the poll. And then we decide by a vote. I think it's pretty fair, don't you? But now you're being yeah. excluded for your views politically, religiously, whatever. And believe me, kneeling, kneeling. How about that with Kaepernick? 
Everybody thought it was such an affront to the military and the police. And believe me, there were those police officers that were upset about it. I think for their own safety more than anything. But any, any military people I talked to said, we defend the country, so Colin Kaepernick can do whatever the hell he wants. That's a fact. So the fact that Pelado is being excluded from things because he's a separatist, frankly, I have a problem with that. And when I bring up the school thing, um, I just remember the old joke. <laughs> Don't get offended out in eastern Canada, please. But they said uh, Newfoundlanders were hoping that Quebec would separate because then they'd be three hours closer to Toronto. Ba-dum-bum. This thing on... I like it. Craig, Craig, our director of scouting, says the first time I was let go in the CFL, it shook me up a bit. But I stepped back and thought about it and understood the way pro sports work. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not personal, Smitty. The only thing is when the teams can't get over it, <laughs> but that's their problem. Uh... I know there's a lot of comments coming in. Everybody's been waking, been waiting for Football Friday. Allie in Texarkana says, I hear you, Rod. Carlos in Indianapolis says, hello, Rod Rant. Argo Fluffy watching, I would assume in Toronto, says the NHL will make any excuse to not come back to Quebec. That might be the comment of the day right there. How about that? They don't really want to say why they don't want to go to Quebec City, so let's just come up with a reason why we don't like Pelado and Quebecois. That makes a lot, that's a lot more sense, than it? Um, hey, there's a, again, <laughs> Jason in Red Deer says, welcome to Rod's Comedy Hour. That's not going to get us in trouble, is it, Moose? No, shouldn't. Knock on wood. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, I, whatever. We're good. And by the way, we're, I, good. we're good. We're fine. Come on, you have a sense of humor. Um, I will say this. I think we're going to have to push a lot of our topics over into hour two, which I'm sure you're fine with, which include the Raptors. They're at the Lakers tonight. Us uh, Atlanta Hawks. That's my NBA team, the Hawks. We're going to go into Washington and have our way with the Wizards tonight. But XFL week four, I want your opinion on this. I wrote about it in my commentary today. You could read it at rodpeterson.com. Houston's at Orlando. San Antonio's at Seattle. That's Saturday's game. Sunday, Arlington is at St. Louis. And Vegas is at D.C. I asked yesterday, uh, Reed Johnson from the Mark Cast, the U.S. XFL podcast, what's the game of the week? He said it's St. Louis, Arlington. I don't really know why. But down here, every game's on a major U.S. network. I'm seeing a lot of talk about it. A lot of talk about it on social media, Darren. And uh, I'm in. I'm going to watch whatever's available to me. My Orlando Guardians, I believe, have not won a game yet. So there's a storyline I'll be following. I'm, I'm kind of in on the XFL. How about you? You know what? I'm going to give it a shot this weekend. It's going to be the – I'm going to give it a shot, and I'll be watching. So, you know – Monday, I'll give you the report on my thoughts around the XFL. I, I'm geared up enough. I'm actually looking forward to it. And after listening to Reed uh, speak, it'll be that game. I'll be watching uh, this weekend. So, um, yeah, I'm finally getting into it. Well, again, these leagues, whether people believe it or not, they need 
a salesman, a pitch man. They need it up in your face. And Reed is a great guy for the XFL. Why well, I told you in our morning meeting today that today I'm driving home from the gym in my Jeep. I got the radio on. On one station, Dan Patrick's talking about the Chicago Bears, what they're going to do with their number one overall pick. On the local Miami station, they're talking about Tua and what are they going to do when his contract's up in a year with the Dolphins. On the third station, they're talking about Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, and somebody called in and said, What's, when did this become a Jets station? We're in Miami. Ba 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 ba. This is all NFL all the time, man. There's not a lot of room for anybody else in the sports world. Jason and Red Deer, I appreciate uh, him writing in. He says, The separatist vote was somewhere in the early 90s, I believe, because I recall talking about it in high school. Maybe I'm wrong. LOL. John Ohm. Um, says the 1995 Quebec referendum was the second referendum to ask voters to choose. Everybody's writing in 1995. So, yeah, I think I said 90s earlier, if I'm not mistaken. So I didn't fry all my brain cells. What else you got to say before uh, hour two when you come back, Moose? No, I'm just... uh... I'm loving the chat today. Um, I know we're going to get to lots of NFL stuff coming up uh, probably an hour or two and more of the CFL stuff. And excited to see both, you know, Richie and Andrew on, on the program. I think it's going to be a great show today. Do we have the birthday boy uh, logged in, Clark, and ready to roll? Hello. I'm just going to assume so. <clears throat> okay. All right, Mo. See you in hour two. Thank you. <laughs> Kevin, the medium, has written in, and we can't ignore this. He says, how in the heck is BC not on the list to win the Grey Cup? Talk to Clark. I'm out. It's the RP Show, Football Friday on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is a football Friday, and as we say, we're in one. We're having a lot of fun today. Talking ball and a few other things. Uh, breaking news, the Philadelphia Flyers firing general manager Chuck Fletcher today in the Montreal Alouettes have officially been sold to Quebec War and uh, its CEO and founder Pierre-Carl Pelado. Text lines open 902-518-33. I just opened up and it's full. <laughs> so we'll get to those comments in a moment. But let's go to the birthday boy. Happy birthday to you. Born how many years ago today? And is it uh, Roswell, Georgia? Roswell, Georgia. Richie, happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, I was born uh, 5 a.m. 31 years ago. Shout out to my mom. That's, a, that's an early morning. Um, I, <laughs> I, I didn't know you guys were going to catch up on it, but, you know, it's, it's actually the best way I think I could spend my birthday is to be hanging out with you. How about that? I appreciate it, man. Richie, you're the best. The best hairline in pro football, by the way. And, uh, you know, you being a Georgian, we are on the air, WQEE, noon in Georgia. So shout out to everybody in the Peach State listening. Richie uh, is with the Ottawa Red Blacks now, but played his university football at Houston, as you see on his hoodie. And he played uh, with the Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, BC Lions, 
and Arizona Cardinals. And let's just catch up on some, Richie. How's the offseason been for you? It's good. Uh, you know, I think, um, you know, we've switched places. You're still down in Florida, aren't you? You know, yes, I used sir. to spend my, um, you know, my off seasons down there. Um, you know, back, back when COVID was running rampant, I, I, I tuned in every morning. I, I know you always give me a shout out whenever I'd ask a, a stupid question or, or mainly stupid questions. Uh, but yeah, off season's good. You know, this is my second um, consecutive off season that I've, I spend north of the border, and uh, the winter itself is uh, its actually been really easy, quite mild, much easier than last year. Uh, either that or my expectations have uh, just kind of made it easier for me. But, yeah, things are good, training hard, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting back to playing ball. I got to ask you this, man. You are one of a large group of guys that just love the Canadian Football League. Right, I mean, there's the, the, the XFL's fired up. Hello, everybody, I'm here. XFL's fired up. The USFL is fired up. But you staunchly want to play in the Canadian Football League. You wave the flag. What are the reasons for that, Richie? Um, well, you know, I think it's just got to, you know, you go back to, like, my, my first, my formative years in the CFL where I spent in BC. And, um, you know, just being young and, 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 and traveling around Canada, uh, I always, you know, give – give a lot of people crap uh, that I meet. You know, a lot of people in Canada, they, they claim that they don't travel a lot inside of Canada. I've probably been to more cities, more provinces than a lot of Canadians, which I, I'm very grateful for. And um, just seeing the, the culture and the, the rich history that our game has um, is something that's really, something that I really love near and dear. I mean, I love, um, you know, going to Regina and, and running into you every time, I, every time I'm there. And, you know, just the, the traditions within each, um, each team, um, the history, like I said, the culture, everything about it, it's just it's just been great. And it, uh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to stay up, stay up here. You know, the CFL, Ottawa has invested in me, and I want to, you know, return the favor, invest in the community, and, and to give back as much as I can. Well, you're one of the reasons that the CFL is so great. You've had a lot of success in the CFL, been to Grey Cups and so forth. But i got to say this. Richie brings up, and I love running into you, too. You were with your kicker, Lewis Ward, when I ran into you in the mall, and I'm like, you guys, you're like Bert and Ernie, man. You're, <laughs> you're so tall. He's so not. Can you tell me something about your relationship with Lewis Ward, your kicker? Yeah, it's been real special. We came in our first year together in 2018 and um, obviously went on that historic, you know, 69 consecutive made field goals. Um, he's a, he's a really good guy. Um, he, he works really hard. We both, you know, keep each other accountable. It's, it's just been a really nice, you know, bond and friendship. It goes, uh, from the field and off the field as well. We talk all the time and, um, no, it's been really special. You have to have that kind of trust in, 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 in relationship when you're, when you're holder and kicker and, uh, you know, it's just been great. And, and to, to, to be five years removed from our first year, so we've been together for a long time. I couldn't think of anything, anything better. I want to continue uh, making more memories, making more kicks. You talk about great CFL people, great CFL stories. His, of course, is the one being a security in the stadium one year. Next year, kicking for the team and setting a record for consecutive kicks. You got to tell me what is his secret? Is it mental? Is it physical, or both? Yeah, I mean, you, you, when you're kicking, um, it's got to be a marriage of both. I mean, I did, I did, I kicked a, uh, a little bit as well in 15 and 16. I had my ups and downs, and um, 
you know, you, you got to marry both. You got to have quite a lot of confidence. You got to be mentally strong. Um, that's why I think, you know, I think punting itself is actually a harder thing to do, but kicking is way more difficult overall because of the uh, mental strength you have to have and, you know, those big pressure moments. Uh, speaking of your time in BC, we should talk about that. What was the clip with Paul McCallum? What was the deal missing four field goals? Um, there was a funny story going around. I think it was on the Lions account. What was the deal? Did you, was it you missed four in a game? Yeah, unfortunately. It was, I have, there's a, there's a story that goes along with it, of course. I, um, it must, we, I think we played on a Friday. It was the last game ever at Taylor Field, ever. Um, and two days before, I had cooked some food that John Jennings, my roommate, said was in the refrigerator too long. I ended up getting very sick, so I missed a day of practice. And then the next day was a travel day, and then the next day was a game day. So I was, I was down about 11 pounds. I missed four field goals. You know, it was just it was a bad, it was a bad dream. I remember just being – we were beating the crap out of the riders. Sorry. Uh, so it didn't really matter, but obviously it was just so embarrassing and I had my struggles earlier in the season that Wally was challenged me on, rightfully so. And, um, you know, we get to the point of the year where, you know, we were a good team. And, you know, kind of the rest is history. They brought Paul back. But it, it's funny to laugh at now. I don't know if anybody I – went, I went one for five, made a short field goal. And uh, you, you, needless to say, the Ryder fans were given to me pretty good. Well, what's – yeah, okay. Now, now, now you jog my memory, but – it was only a few months after that that you and I met in Phoenix, which was a story that I was going to bring up. I was hosting the Ryderville party down there, and you didn't want to come on the air with me because you thought Ryder fans would give you the gears. <laughs> I'm like, Richie, it's February. Nobody cares anymore, or March, or what it was. And you did, and what a great uh, time that was in Glendale. Yeah, that was fantastic. I mean, just and, and that adds to the kind of lore and uh, appreciation I have for the CFL. You know, being in being in Arizona and running into so many Canadians, I was just in Turks and Caicos for uh, a week, a couple of weeks ago, and I ran into two Lions season ticket holders. He was showing me pictures that he had that he he got season tickets, and so you run into these people who are so passionate about our game. And uh, it's a small league, but you know, big hearts and, and big people care about it. So it's uh, it, it's always really special when you have those encounters. Didn't you sign with the Cardinals then? Now that I yeah. go back and think about it, yeah, <laughs> so I going did one for five, yeah, didn't really matter. Yeah, well, you know, I signed to be a punter, right? Uh, that's always been my strength, and um, yeah, I had an opportunity, it didn't didn't really work out, but um, still, still was there and uh, learned a lot, all that good stuff. Well, you're still a cardinal because I remember sitting around the kitchen table at my buddy Murray's place in Glendale, Murray. and I yeah. said, "My friend Richie." I said, uh, yo, he's a pro football punter. And Murray was like, for who? And you said, the Cardinals. And he was like, the Cardinals? And we're like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, it's good. Well, Richie, man, you know what I think about you. I love you. That's why I give you such a hard time. I wouldn't give you I a hard it. time if I didn't love you. Wouldn't it. have it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, have a great birthday, my man. And I appreciate you allowing us to be part of it. And I'll see you out on the field this year uh, in Ottawa. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Always a pleasure, Rob. Have me back anytime. Thank you, buddy. The great Richie Leone of the Ottawa Red Blacks. It's his birthday today. Very happy to be part of it.
Andrew Harris coming up in hour two. When we come back, we'll get to all of your messages. We're asking you what's the greatest app ever developed. I'm saying it's the score, and pretty much everybody agrees. I haven't heard of too many else. It's the RP Show live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho, high-oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms now back to the studio with rob it's the rp show as the man said thank you rick regan and we don't have a lot of time in this segment. That's fine, however. Uh, the Moose will be back with us in hour two, and we will get into more of whatever this is. How, how about this for a slogan, Ryan O'Radio down there in Atlanta? Doing things differently. The RP Show. How about that? How about uh, that? There are, yeah, there are only two NHL games tonight. The Chicago Blackhawks are here in Florida and Anaheim's in Calgary. And I guess my point is everybody else is talking about that in Canada. Everybody else is talking about the NFL in the USA. So we'll talk about other stuff, and people seem to like it. Regarding the best app ever developed, I really want to know your thoughts on that. Rob is watching in the Queen City. He says, without a doubt, the score app ties in with my Bet Regal app. How about that? I would advocate for that. Uh, Jim Wagner watching in Belgoni. He says, yay, Football Friday, let's go. Have a great show. Regarding the breaking news in the CFL today that Quebecor has purchased the Montreal Alouettes, Dougal Cameron in Calgary watching. He says, I worked for Quebecor for at least two decades on and off. Great company to work for. Canada's largest printer by far. I saw the account CFL News Live tweeting the news conference, which uh, was from a couple hours ago. Randy Ambrosi, the commissioner of the Canadian Football League, saying that this uh, move is for the long haul. And I believe it is. 
But I say, you know, the news conferences are like wedding photos. 100% of the time, everybody's smiling, shaking hands, arm around each other, and over half end in divorce. And, uh, but that's a fact. Let's not rain on Montreal's prey today. I found it very interesting that they are having the news conference, or did, at Olympic Stadium. Again, I'm not a Montreal guy. I've been there many times. I love Montreal. If I was to live in eastern Canada, it would be Montreal. Ten times out of ten. Eh, nine times out of ten. One time out of ten, I'd pick Ottawa. But Olympic Stadium, eh? Of all the places, not easy to get to. Stephen in North Dakota writes in, and he says, I have a dinner date today. I didn't meet her by the washroom. Do you have any dating advice? No. Zero. He says, when will the Grey Cup be played at the Schooners field? (laughs) Well, they don't have a field. So how about half past never? 902-518-3033, the number to reach us here. Richard, where is he? He is in Columbus, Georgia. How about that? Rod, big fan of the show. This is Richard Holdridge coming on right after you. Thank you, Richard, on WQEE. What are you going to be talking about, Richard? I guarantee it won't be what we're talking about. Last minute of play in hour one. There were some things that I wanted to get into here that we didn't earlier. Uh, Number one, the Toronto Raptors look to snap a two-game losing streak as they visit the L.A. Lakers tonight. Raptors guard Fred Van Vliet is lighter in the wallet today after being hit with a $30,000 fine by the NBA for criticizing officials following Wednesday's 108-100 loss to the Clippers. I laugh because I watched the clip, and every single thing Fred said was right. And I also knew this was going to happen. I didn't think to the tune of $30,000. Holy. But you can't criticize the officials even when you're right. And Darren agrees with that. The moose. He'll talk about that when he comes on next hour. And uh, Andrew Harris as well. Well, after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 